Hello, and thank you for joining us yet again on Whitney Has a Podcast. Joining us today is uh, Ember and Robert, and we are discussing BDSM. So tell me, Robert. Yeah? Tell me about your history with BDSM. Uh, fun but weird. <laughs> I think that's everyone. Well, I guess not. I guess oh, ideal, ideally, fun, fun but weird is the goal. Well, like, no, the reason it's weird is everybody's like, oh, when did you get into it? When did you realize? I was never not into it, and that was the screwed up part about it. I just... Oh, I no, I feel the same way. Because I, I can look back at things I did as a child, and I was like, oh, yeah. Well, no, that makes a lot of sense now. Well, I grew up... I had a lot of abduction fantasies as a child. That, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, my, uh... I grew up with a set of handcuffs around the leg of the coffee table, and it never dawned on me until much later in life. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, a cop must have came by here once. <laughs> well, I mean, there was a lot of stuff growing up I just didn't think about. Oh, no, my, my parents were entirely straight-laced. I didn't find out what it was until much later. Yeah. Uh years after I've moved out. I don't even know. No, I do. I remember it now. Oh, shit. Um, it came to me. Oh, fuck. Uh, no, I was, I had moved out, uh, and I was living with my, with my first boyfriend after, like, moving out of my parents' house, and I don't know how I came across it specifically. I probably had just Googled porn, because that's what you did back then? You just Googled, I don't know. I used Napster a lot to download random porn. Did you, ever, did you ever use like Napster or Kazaa or Grokster or any of that uh, random? Share Bear. Oh, okay, yeah. Share Bear. And it was like you you would if you ever downloaded like a torrent or something of porn, you couldn't get a preview, so you just had to go on the description, mm-hmm. and so you got introduced to a lot of weird porn that way, <laughs> because you're like, you know, I just spent a fucking week waiting for this download to happen. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. I can't just delete the clown porn because it's not what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to work around the weird parts. Oh God! Imagine but you, you get opened up to a lot more stuff. God, imagine with this day and age not being able to get a description before you yeah. download. Oh. Dude, that would be awful because of how many trolls. You could be oh there. yeah, yeah. Oh shit, how many trolls? No, thank God there were no trolls back then, or like not as many. It hadn't exploded yet. I remember every now and then, like there would be viruses. Those were the trolls. Oh yeah, there they would just give you a virus. <laughs> trolls. Well, I'm just talking about spinning. <laughs> You've been trolled. I mean, just could you imagine the, the sheer annoyance of spending a week downloading porn? 30 seconds in, <laughs> it freaking switches to Teletubbies. Uh, You're just like, ah, you just gotta rewind and just keep watching the first My introduction to porn and media sandwich through Jeffrey Dahmer. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Uh, okay, so. A lucid date, if you would. Let me. I was never a very sexual person. Um, like So Jeffrey Dahmer murdered my family. Well, I, I was I was never really into porn when I was younger, even into a teen. A lot of times sex was just something I did because I felt obligated to do it in my relationships. Mm-hmm. And uh a lot of yeah, I do. Oh, a lot sorry. of times I still feel that way. I'm and sorry. it's kind of weird. You? It's no. society. 
It's well, society, how it has formed us, like, and how we have to do what we are supposed to do. Well, I've had a lot of questions about having asexual moments and being, like, on the asexual spectrum. And it's really weird. It goes back and forth a whole lot for me. So, I never really got into porn. Like, I never, I never wanted to look porn up. I was into serial killers. And serial killers were into porn. <laughs> and like, well, I mean, if Jeffrey Dahmer likes it, there must be something well, to it. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer likes I, naked bitches. I like naked bitches. I, I, I like naked men. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> well, Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay, this is gonna be. This is so fucked up. Jeffrey Dahmer was always my favorite serial killer because of the photos of his victims were the most artistic to me. Hmm. And. So, I, I like that. He, he takes care. He puts he yeah, puts in his, effort to his, to his art. His were so artistic, and just the more I read about serial killers, Jeffrey Dahmer's what started my interest in serial killers. The more I realized they were very sexually driven, and it had a lot to do mm. with porn. Mm. And that's when I started getting into porn and watching porn. It was more for like an academic type thing. Mm-hmm. And I never got into porn a whole lot. And the only porn I've ever really liked is torture porn. Yeah, um, the the regular generic porn, like I discovered that when I was maybe 16. Me, my, my parents had gone out. So me and my best friend and, and, my, and our little neighbor, Kyle. So we were just three little preteen. I don't even think we were 16. We were probably 14. And we we discovered that we got free porn on my dad's cable. Like he had that free cable slot thing at the time. So I was like, oh my goodness, I wonder if we get porn. We watched it just awkwardly on three different couches. Just like, (laughs) just wide-eyed like, oh, okay. And then we all kind of dispersed and went. they went home and then I was just like left there. <laughs> and then I was like, I want to check that out one more time. Uh, and so I, but the only ones I liked were, were the, like the girl on girl and that was it. And it was just, it was okay. But then like over time it just got more and more boring. It was just, it was just, just girls, kissing girls. Um, and then whenever I moved in with my, my first boyfriend, I somehow discovered this water bondage site and I, I don't know why I, I, I have I don't have any interest in water bondage really I like bondage but the water bondage that was a very specific site that I landed on and so for maybe a year that's all the porn I thought there was and I did like I don't know if the internet had not evolved or if I was just I was 17 18 at the time I, I was just like look at this this is weird as shit I love it um, and then I remember me and my boyfriend got into it and we broke up and he wrote this thing on MySpace. And yeah, it was back then. Um, about about how I was like a freak and I was into like all this dirty, weird shit. And it really like scared me for like the next six years yeah. to explore it at all. I know I didn't start getting to like, that kind of reminds me of a lot of things with me because for a while, before I really got into any kind of BDSM, people were just kind of telling me I was into this stuff. People were just kind of telling me, ooh, you like that crazy, freaky shit. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is this crazy, freaky shit? Let right? check it yeah. out. I was always on board. I was like, yeah, I sure do. Whatever it is. <laughs> My introduction to um, Shibari, oddly enough, because she said it was for academic reasons. 
got me thinking the first time I actually seen rope bondage done I was um, one of my <clears throat> I was working at school next to one of my friends and she was like hey check this out I look over but you look it up porn in school <laughs> and she's like no it's art and I got I, I staring at it. I'm like god <laughs> this is art well, this is freaking beautiful <laughs> she's like Robert you have a boner <laughs> Beautiful, I said. <laughs> uh, when did I? I don't even know when I got into it again. I had a, a my first my ex-husband. He uh, was a little freak. Uh, I'm sure that I, I he we me and him probably got drunk and went to Spencer's and bought one of those under the bed suspension bondage uh, kits, which I still have. Wonderful, wonderful device. You just flip it out any time. When you're not using it, you step it under the mattress. It's an under-the-bed suspension. Oh, okay. It's just that. It's just got, you've always got cups on the bed. Um, I did have a spreader bar until recently. Fun story. I she-hulked out of that bitch. <laughs> I didn't think it was possible, but I, got, I have two brand new um, wrist cuffs <laughs> because I ripped them off of the spreader bar. For sheer willpower and scared the shit out of this dude. <laughs> well, the good news is... I was just like, oh! And I was, <laughs> he stopped. He was like, whoa! I was like, oh, get back. <laughs> well, the good news is you have a dowel rod. Yes, yeah, I have So plenty. I love... We need to do an episode on how around the house objects <laughs> you can use. Oh, yeah. So many. So oh, freaking D-clips. I didn't even think about that. I had always um, referred to them as bitch clips because I would just use them as quick release for spreader bars. And then one day it dawned on me because I had some girl in rope cuffs and then a, and then a, just a basic diamond harness. And I just kind of unclipped her from it. And then I'm like, ha ha, I'm gonna clip you behind your back. <laughs> and she's like, oh. I'm like, oh. I'm like, <laughs> blind moment, duh, freaking. <laughs> God, eight, <laughs> eight years, but yeah, blonde moment. <laughs> Another thing that got me into bondage was in Wales. I went to Wales and saw uh, stocks that they used to use. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I think I've always been into it because, like, even as like a little kid, I would always, I would have like abduction fantasies, and then when I got older, uh, like my first online boyfriend, I would fantasize about him just showing up at school and shove me against a wall. And then I'd share that with my young 12-year-old classmates and they'd be like, the fuck? You, you, you want him to like abduct you or like rape you? I'm like, no! Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm like, Is that, no, no, I don't, that's awful. I, I, was, I was in a chat group right before I met her and they were talking about CNC and <laughs> Me being around mechanics all the time, <laughs> I was thinking like CNC machines. I'm like, what are you guys using CNC machines for? That's they're like, hard. They're like, how vanilla are you? <laughs> and I'm like, not at all. Like, like fetishes include dancing and tickering. Are uh, you on FET? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Can we be friends on FET? Yeah, we can be friends on FET. Yay! Oh, that's where you look familiar. Oh no, my God! Really? <laughs> I've actually I had an old boss recognize me from there. Oh God! Because I have my face on there. Because I really that's don't give a shit. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> like that life. life is how I got my job with Method Dungeon in Pensacola. Oh really? Florida. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I would love to work at a dungeon. Have you seen I, uh, Kink? 
Netflix.com um, the documentary. On Netflix, yeah. Yeah, by James Franco. God, I love that fucking thing. King.com is my shit. Like, that's usually, that's my go-to. There used to be I like, watch like 95% of my porn There used to be there. a... Uh, <laughs> Shout out to King.com. I love you. <laughs> there used to be a series on Netflix called Kink, but I guess they took it down. I watched it like years ago in 2012. I feel like I might have seen... Do you remember Wired for Sex on G4? No. Oddly enough, the freaking channel that pretty much played nothing but cops and <laughs> yeah, Ninja Warrior right, right. for the longest time actually yeah, had Ninja a Warrior had a um, a fet a fetish series. Excellent. That was all sorts of. I uh, I listened to a a podcast which I I super recommend. Do if either of you listen to podcasts or if you don't because I don't. I listen to two podcasts now and one of them is um, yours. No. no, I have not listened to any of my episodes. I just publish them after I record them. I don't, I don't edit them. Um, I, I, I have too much to do. But one of the, one of the uh, shows is called Off the Cuffs, and it is a kink and BDSM. Is that the one with us two in the car? With the yes, 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 yes. Oh, I love them. I love and them. They were talking about animal play. Were they? Yeah, they they've had so many episodes, and they cover like they they cover stuff that I've never heard of, and I love that. Oh, I love it so much. And they're very open-minded. They uh, they're active in their community. I think they're both from somewhere weird, <laughs> like Cleveland. I don't know. It's 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 not like New York. It's it's just like here in Scranton. Uh, yeah, I love them to death. I, the I was talking to Lance earlier because we are working on an astrology podcast. But the way I do my podcast and the way he does his are completely different. So. He won't record with me because I'm too freeform and I get off topic too much. And um, then I do characters. Uh, and you can hear the bong in the background. There's just a lot of low points <laughs> that you don't agree with. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's a pleasure having you. Tell me a little bit about Shibari uh, and that dungeon experience in Pensacola. Okay, so the first time I did Shibari was I had moved in with some friends of mine that I had known for years and we lived in the same area but we met through mutual friends on Facebook so that's how I got introduced to these people but I finally went down and met them and <coughs> I ended up staying with them they were they're a poly they were a poly couple and I just kind of moved in with them for a few months and was Wait, like... Were you their unicorn? They're, no, well, I was their plaything for a few months, you know, so... That's what we call unicorns in the poly world. If it was a, if it was a couple and you moved in there with them for a little bit, you were their unicorn. See, I have no idea. I do not want to be a unicorn. You, you were their unicorn. I was... Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I fucking hate unicorns. Um, some sort of black, um, heartless, dispirited unicorn. Yeah. Okay. That would be better. Okay. But, well, I moved in with them, and they were like, well, we want to try this stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll be down for it. We'll, we'll try this stuff. And just started doing it, and just started having fun, and took photos, and I joined Fat Life, and I just, I don't know, I'm, I'm a real good people person, so... I just started meeting all these random strangers, and then next thing I know, I'm like showing up at Applebee's looking for a table of 30 people. I have no idea who any of awesome. them are, and I'm like, 
I just show up at Applebee's and I'm just like, hey, are y'all those people that I talked to on FetLife? And they're like, are you Ember? And I'm like, yep, that's me. And so that's how I joined my first munch. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm about to say my luck. They'd have been like, you're on FetLife, you're a pervert. And then they, then your table's <laughs> like, over here. No, yeah. no, and no. you're no. like, hi, perverts. <laughs> <laughs> No, so, no, what would have been funny though, they're like, they're just kind of shaming you, but they're actually the table you were looking for. We're like, yeah, dicks. sit down. <laughs> Everybody there was so much older than me, It was, but they were so welcoming, and they're like, well, they invited me to a demonstration of the sadistic and sensual uses of a razor blade. So, I, I'm, I'm going with this guy, his name's Nathan, I barely know him, and uh, we're driving in Mississippi, I don't forgot what town I went to. And there is a leather family there. And leather is such a weird, like, it's it's so formal, it's so weird, but it was a leather family giving the demonstration and it was really hot. Like, they just started shaving each other and basically, it was, I almost felt like we as a group were sitting around watching them fuck because they just started doing their thing and talking about it and talking about how you can make anything sensual and anything sadistic. Mm -hmm. And afterwards, there was a party. And so one of my first real experiences in the BDSM like community, like deep into it, was I watched a guy... I don't know if the woman was his wife or she was just his partner, but she put him in a straitjacket. She put plugs in his ears and blindfolded him, put him in a cage. And like these, the people, the house that we were at, they were so dedicated to their parties that they had like a hoist system in their ceiling. So they put him in this cage and like hoisted him up off the ground. And he, he had total sensual deprivation. And he was barefoot in this cage, and his partner was stabbing him with scissors. And, like, he couldn't hear himself, so he was screaming, and he was screaming so loud. And I'm just, like, brand new, standing in the corner, and I'm looking at it, and I'm in so much awe. I'm like, holy shit, this is so cool. <laughs> and then they took this little electric pulse thing, and she started shocking him on his feet and he's just screaming and like just this whole group of people are just cheering his screams on and I'm just like this is fucking great you're like I'm home <laughs> yeah I'm home and there was so much food <laughs> I was like I'm home y'all I'm moving in so the guy he finally comes down and he's just like the rest of the night they just sit on the couch and he's just laid up in her arms He's got a collar on and he's got a leash and she's holding his leash and she's just petting him. So, like, I don't know what their whole thing was, but they were just great together and just the center of the room. And so every different room had different things going on in it. And then there was another room that had a lady doing needlework and she was putting designs in people's back with needles. And, like... I wanted to take pictures of them so bad, but they were spirals, and it was so, it was the sexiest thing I'd ever seen, because they were needles in spirals, and blood was just dripping, like, every now and then, some of them would have little drips of blood, and it was just, like, 
the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen and I want it done to me so bad and I wanted to ask but this was the first time I'd met any of these people right and so I was like a little hesitant to ask and um so I'm just I don't know I'm just kind of peeking in on everybody's stuff and there was this table in the living room where it was are you like super horny at this point no, I don't know. I was just in so much awe. I was like, eee. I was, I Your just. candy's shot. Yeah. That's kind of one of my things is a lot of stuff doesn't make me actually horny. That's just like the, it's the artistic appreciation. I it. think so. For me, a lot of it's just artistic. And then I watch people get spanked. And the process that I learned spanking is so very specific like that it's like the only way that I feel it should be done I watched people they started off well they started off with like stuffed animals and they would just (laughs) hit each other yes well okay but like okay so I've listened I've listened to some like different podcast like um, on spankos the like the people who have like protocol and like either think that it should always be bare bottom like like with a hand and you should have underwear on and it should just be like uh maybe the skirts flipped up or something like there's so much it's and so for so many of them it's just a it's just a fun time it still blows my mind on on how different everyone's interpretation of of it all is yeah I think the sadist that I learned from really like had a huge impact on how I do things because I think that it makes the experience so much better to start off with to start off sensually mm-hmm. really light getting the muscles feeling really good and then going from one spectrum to the other like I don't know I guess to me that's what makes the experience like well okay wait good. we haven't talked about this what is everybody's uh role that's a loaded question for her. Man, I just do everything. So you're switched? I don't know. I refuse to be submissive. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so you're a top. Usually I like to be a bottom. What? Being a sub and are being a you, bottom are two totally different things. Are you things. a power bottom? Like, are you, are you brat? No. <laughs> she's, she's, she's bratty, but she's not a brat. Oh I'm god! Have happy. you taken the test? I, um, I like don't recently. Think I've taken a test. I've, oh, I took it. it. It's it's fun as fuck. Um, I took it maybe a week or two ago just to update it. And uh, my second thing, I was like a hundred percent rope bunny, a hundred percent sub, like ninety nine percent blah 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 blah. But um, oh, but it was like ninety five percent prey. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I love primal stuff. <laughs> Apparently, I'm prey as fuck. <laughs> like 99%. And I was like, that's what I was I was thinking. just like, all right, cool. I don't know what it is, but I am into it. <laughs> so I still, there's still a lot that I haven't explored. Uh, I'm working on. Uh, when people ask me about roles, and I'm kind of having some weird time explaining to her and like I've had some other people ask this before it's been a weird thing for me because legitimately I've always just played a role I've been daddy dom I've been a rigger I have been sadist I have been pretty much everything on the full spectrum as far as tops and it's 
So then, it's what a, do you what do you do you identify with any of them, or are you exploring? That's one. I, that's a good one. That's an open. It's as open as it gets. Um, experimentalist. Like, aren't we all experimentalist? Is what I like to Ooh, say. Yeah. 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 I think I was. Same. I scored pretty high for that as well. Yeah. Because um, I'm. I'm. I would try anything twice. <laughs> you know, because I probably I, I hated anal the first time I tried it. You know, I, I really think everything should. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, you you build on. You know, sometimes the first one or two times doesn't go quite well. You keep trying, see if there's different I guess things you like. I've always felt like I'm a very dominant person, but being a dominant person and what you are sexually are two different things. Mm-hmm. Most people, from what I've experienced and what I've kind of noticed through the kink scene is most people who are um, subs are actually very dominant in life and doms are actually very submissive in life if they're filling the void they do not have See, elsewhere. I guess I don't feel like I have that void. Right? Well, I, I, I feel like I'm, I dominate um, people in conversations and situations. Like, I'm, I'm very like, we're going to do this. Because I'm very excited. Uh, so, in so in the bedroom, I definitely I want like I want someone to be able to take that away from me, so I don't have to be in charge all the time. Yeah, I mean, like this is the second stuff. week in a row I came over and you'd be like, "We're recording a podcast." Yeah, we're doing stuff, and I just like it when someone's <clears throat> like, "No, we're not. You're gonna set your ass down." I'm like, okay. Oh, one of the stupidest things. No, one of the stupidest things I've ever had happen that I've like picked up of like I. Didn't even know she was until this moment. I have this penguin costume. <laughs> and one of my friends one time, I lost a bet. And this is just kind of like a couple weeks before this. I was telling another friend about it. And it happened. But um, we were driving down the road. I, I lost the bet. My bet was I had to go into a gas station at 5.30 in the morning dressed up in my penguin costume and buy something. So on the way there, I'm like, Petey the Stacy Penguin says, never trust a $2 hooker. <laughs> and they're just kind of laughing. Like, man, they're going to think you're going to be robbing Stay, the place. Stacey. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, Petey the Stacy Penguin says, get on the floor, get hands behind your back. You know, just kind of <laughs> nonsense. Uh, and I was telling my friend about nice. this. She got, she was about halfway on her knees before uh, she realized <laughs> what was going on. And she, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. When people try to start telling me what to do, I instantly am like, no. Yeah. You're not telling me what to do. Even when when it comes to sex, I just, I cannot be a sub. I... No, I I, I struggle with even being bratty. Like, I try. But I... Not hard. (laughs) I just... I like... I scored very low for Brad. I think I like being a bottom, but I only want a dominant person... But I don't want to be a sub. It, I don't know. It's like you I'm gotta like, take the test. Girl. I'm Let's so weird. I don't even know. I don't she even know is myself. different than any other partner I have ever been with. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Hi. It it is, but it's also very confusing for me, especially with the starting off slow on the spanking thing because legitimately. I went over to a girl's house with a crop, and she's like, nope, that's not going to do, and hands me a piece of bamboo. And I am like, oh, God. Sorry, um, Amber, uh, if, unless you uh, don't feel safe, can you share me your, your name with that list? Oh, it's I-N-V-E-R-L-Y-N. It's my name, just spelled differently. That's it. My experience with Fet Life. See, look, there's me with candle wax. Yeah, oh, I have seen that. That's what I have. 
friends, like actual for real friends. And how would you be? My experience with Fet Life was finding my cousin's profile. Jesus. And Never did. Yeah, yeah, um, is, yeah, that was it. I was done. This is the dungeon I used to work for. Excellent. Um, I, I really, I have not been to a dungeon party and I really want to go. Really, 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 really bad. <laughs> I was supposed to go um, like a week or two, a weekend or two ago. And uh, the tr I don't know. The car started acting up. Felt like a sign. We didn't fucking go. I don't know. I got then I got real sick. So where's this test at? Oh yeah, we're okay. We're friends. That's all I accomplished. <laughs> uh, you guys totally weren't friends when we walked into this room. No, but so I mean, we're friends now. Yeah. Oh look, I like your little. bdsmtest.org between spe like specified genders. It also it's more um, than aesthetic <clears throat> thing, which is one to when I really yeah. So being pan is more being into like androgynous people. No, androgynous people. You just you just like beauty. Pan means oh. you're attracted to beauty. Oh well, yeah. Mm. I always looked at it as pan so, was being attracted to um. For me. Was uh, being attracted to more of the mental state of a person uh, instead of the body. Accuracy here. We're gonna show. Do you want to skip all the? I want. I think you should get all the questions. Mm -hmm. all, right. all right. 
So we're gonna go absolutely disagree to absolutely agree. But see, that's the thing. I don't know if I, I don't like being dominated. I just like. So okay. So then click in the middle. So it's so so no, that's wrong. Or I absolutely disagree with that statement. Or I or not really. But I'm just gonna because I do not like it for someone to try to have any kind of power over me. I I hate it so much. Might want to read the question out loud so the people on the podcast yeah. can hear it. Since. Well, if you feel comfortable with that, you can. I was playing um, a rigged version of Never Have I Ever with some of my friends. And this was before I knew what Snapchat and any of that stuff was. So what we were doing is we were just going through the dirty part of the deck. And we were all having to drink if we had done it. And I didn't realize people were posting this up online. But they were like asking questions like, have you ever made a sex tape? And like, uh uh-huh, nope, 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 we've never done that. And they're just starting to make fun of people who do, and I'm over here sneaking shots, you know? <laughs> and finally, somebody on saw one of the videos was like, oh, look at the long haired hippie fuck putting over there sneaking his shots, dirty bastard. <laughs> god damn it. Oh. oh god, is that a uh, loaded Jenga deck? It is adult Jenga. Oh, nice. Um, that I got high and wrote on. Beautiful. Um, so I've, I've only been able to finish it like maybe twice because uh, not all parties are fun parties. <laughs> oh, I feel you. So I thought I'd bring it out tonight and see how yeah. far how far we could go with I'm it. I'm down with this. Um, meanwhile, Ember is still taking your test. She is taking the long version of this. If you want to find the test yourself, go to Google and type in BDSM test. I, I was actually right. It is BDSMtest.org. No dashes anywhere. So BDSM, if we break that down for those listeners new to the subject, which I don't, I don't know that we've discussed at all. I think that surely people are catching on. To are what? catching on <laughs> <laughs> at this point. And if not, uh, we are here to convert, convert all the vanillas. Uh, so it stands for a couple of things: bondage, discipline. Um, there's a sadomasochism, or um, was it also, um, I always thought it was bondage, ma- bondage, masoch- no, bondage, discipline, sado, and masochism. Yeah. So there's... Sadism, masochism. Um, and it basically is an umbrella term for any, um, off the wall, I guess. I don't know who determines the goddamn normal, but anything other than that. Um, I would, yeah, I, I think because even some people would say, because gays are very welcome in the BDSM community, mm-hmm. just because gay is just inherently kinky or some sort of sexual deviance. Yeah, so I, any I, sexual deviance from missionary sex <laughs> between a man and a woman, I don't know. But I think, you know, with the, with the inherent intent where they're both having sex with each other, there is nothing weird about it. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna procreate. Some and uh <laughs> somebody it was one of my friend's boyfriends who just doesn't like me because he knows he can't satisfy her. And he tried telling her that I enjoy playing around with girls where I passed out drunk at parties. And she was like, um, excuse me, that's only half true. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. Uh, I, okay, so I've only been on FET for maybe two or three years. And I have met, like, I've, I have a couple people that I talk to on there, but I've met two people as a result from FET Life. One of them is my daddy, Don, and then the other uh, is, sometimes, did I tell you the story about Chicago? So here's the story about Chicago. Um, I was in Chicago on a, on a work gig with Lance, and uh, the night that we were up there, I found out that there was going to be a dungeon party. Well, I was fucking stoked, because I had a lot of money. I was in the fucking city. I didn't have any plans that night. I was going to bed early, because we had a class early the next day and I was like oh, I don't get it I you know I can handle my shit I'll just stay up all night um to prepare myself I had half a bottle of tequila and I I reached out on I, I wrote a, a thing about like I want to go to this dungeon party but I'm nervous I've never been to one before and then someone messaged me and they were like I've never been either and I was like hey dude we're friends now I'm gonna come get you and we're gonna go together so I took a cab to to some stranger's apartment in Chicago, and I, after having downed almost a full bottle of tequila, and I started feeling sick on the way over. I fought through that. I went upstairs, and we did a couple more shots because he was nervous. <laughs> um, I thought I was in a horror film because I had never been into a city apartment before, and Jesus Christ, like... The halls were a foot wide. The elevator could only fit me and him. I like everything's fucking dim and blinking. Um, and I was woozy as fuck. Um, then we we probably we took a hit of the bong. We called an Uber and we set out. He was talking. I was talking. We were excited. I got feeling sick. I threw up in the Uber. Oof. Yeah. Um, I tipped the guy. I apologized profusely. The dude, like, helped clean up the Uber. We get out. I'm super embarrassed. I apologize. I'm feeling fine now. I was like, wow, that was embarrassing. Um, I'm feeling fine now. I don't know what that was. We call another Uber. I throw up in that Uber. <laughs> How many Ubers did you throw up in? For, for, oh. Um... <laughs> Uh, finally, he convinces me to go the fuck back to his apartment because, like, if it, like I'm like, you know, if I ever get to this goddamn party at this point, I'm just gonna throw up on everyone. So the nights, I'm like, fuck it, fuck it. We go back to his place. Well, I had known from his profile that um, he was into things that I was not necessarily into, uh, and he made it clear that he was gonna try to keep me over that night. I was drunk as shit, and I decided I wasn't having any of that. I was gonna go back to the hotel. I don't know how. I got there because I only knew the name of the hotel. Well, Chicago's big. And the dude had to take me to three or four before we found mine. And I had ran out of money. And I had lost my pants. Um, 
<laughs> I had lost my pants at some like because the course of puking all over myself, yeah. I had just been like, well, fuck these pants. These well, pants are gone now. I, I was pulling out Jenga blocks, and the one I pulled out right as you said that was everyone take off pants. <laughs> <laughs> and look at that, the game is over just like that because I have no underwear on and I never prep for this game. <laughs> How far are you on the test? 83%. Oh, that's great. You're doing good. Oh, let's see. Let me share. Okay, so I didn't make it to the dungeon party that night. I, I made it back to the hotel. I cut, I walked pantless through the goddamn lobby. <laughs> up the elevator, through a second lobby, and um, back to the hotel room. Collapsed into the floor, laughing hysterically. Because at this point, it was 4 a.m., and the last thing that I had sent to Lance before my phone died was help. And so he like sat up in bed and he was like, what the fuck? And I just uh, laughed and laughed and laughed and fell asleep on the floor. It was a rough next day. Uh, and I, I apologized to that poor, poor, poor man who met me on FetLife and I ruined his fucking night and threw up in three Ubers. And oh, you know, like, like I was night. like, hey, I hope you keep putting yourself out there. I, I, don't, I don't remember. I remember I gave him this big speech when I left. So it was like, I know that I was a drunk girl that ruined your night, but hey, you just keep. So this thing says they plan on launching a BDSM thing matching dating website. They've been saying that for years. Yeah. Just put no, otherwise you have to put in some extra things. So yeah. put disinterested on the last three, um, just because I think they've made it by now. Or if they haven't, they should just kind of give up hope. I mean, we'll find them. You know, BDSM is still a relatively directed community. You can pretty much... So... Like, everybody knows about <laughs> King.com and Bad Dragon and like <laughs> Pornhub. Like, want to see my stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us. Tell us. So, I, the first one says Primal Hunter. 100 percent Oh no, it doesn't have that. It's just saying no idea. Oh, oh, oh. You just skip those. Is there yeah. like five things? Yeah, just hit skip them. So, 100% exhibitionist. All right. It says 99% vanilla. Oh, what? God. What? Yeah. Oh. I love it. Oh, how interesting. 99% brat tamer, 99% ricker, 96% brat. 89% non-monogamous, 71% primal prey, 66% daddy mommy, 60 <gasps> <been> mommy! <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh. I'm sorry, go back to your thing. <laughs> so there's this flower Pam shop. Pam the brat. There's this flower shop saver. in my town. I just... Some of the questions, I don't know. Some of them are. I love that you're vanilla, and I want to. I want to explore that as a as a as a thing that you can be. Because in you know, I've always felt like vanilla is an exclusion of all those other things. Um, so there's this flower shop in my town that they were selling like mama bear shirts and stuff like that and they had a hat that just said daddy <laughs> and I'm like oh man I want to buy this and just ruin it for them well, oh, shit, yeah. oh. so the thing when I think some of those questions have is the fact that 
a lot of that stuff is stuff that doesn't interest me. And that's when That's why you score high on vanilla? That's when I start thinking well, I mean, about... Well, I to determine vanilla is, I guess, what I'm curious about now. Well, yeah. no, that's when I... Is it my question because... of being asexual comes up all the time. Huh. Because there's a lot of things that people are into that I'm just not into. I think they mistake her sensualness for um, vanilla. Well, I don't care. I know. Well, no, I mean, I, I think we need to delve deeper into what oh. this is. Because oh, prior to this, I would think that a Grubs vanilla person is a... Ah. Hi, Amy. <laughs> I would think a vanilla person is someone who who is not into, into any of it. Right. That's typically the definition. I think it's... <clears throat> Yeah. I never fit in very well with some sexual things. You're an enigma. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was Luke for like a split second. Right, I was like, I was like, that's not Luke. All right. Uh, are you going to take the test now? Yeah, I'm going to take the test because it's been Rob, a while. Uh, right? Like, yeah, like I love how, how we evolve over time. I don't think I got prey on the last one. I mean, I'm sure I did, and I was just like, oh, my goodness. It took me, like, three days to even figure out boy-girl, because I was like, I don't understand. Is it, why is it saying I'm a girl? <laughs> or 95% a girl. I'm like, well, I'm totally a girl. 100%. I need some new boots. Yeah, these oh. were at my mom's. When I went to my mom's, I got them. Super sexy. Oh, I love my boots. Yeah, I don't have any um, material fetishes, like latex or leather. You said you, you were you in on the leather family, or you no? They were just the it? ones that were doing it. I am not into leather, but there was a picture the other day I seen that. Yeah. Okay. If nobody else cares, I don't care. Oh no, uh, Lucas. I'm sorry, I'm usually not in the latex, but there was a picture the other day that just hit me and if my phone was I on, I would latex. show you. I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think I really, like, got to play with it very much. I think the... I love latex so much. See, me, for, for me, sex is all about art, so... I, I like the mentality of it. I, like, um, the adventures into subspace and playing with my, uh, reaction... Or... Oh, that's great. Right. That's great. Oh, it's so great. I want to paint a picture of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a question. Is it going to have a bunny head? Probably, yeah. I'm, and I'm not really even a furry. So, like, I don't know what my obsession is with these big stupid masks. But, because, like, anytime there's been a mask anywhere near the bedroom, like, I'll, I'll like, be like, ho, 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 ho. Like, it's funny. But, like, I'm... I don't know what I'm not really sure what I would do if they if somebody wore a mask. Um, going through it, let's see. Um, whenever I first started exploring it with my ex-husband, he was crazy as shit, so didn't didn't freak him out at all. Uh, he, he, who doesn't love tying chicks up? 
Okay. Uh, but with with John, he was a little weirded out by it. And I was like, hey, here, I've got this under the bed suspension kit. If you ever want to tie me up, man, you just go for it. I'm, and he was like, thanks? I've, like, so he had a go, he was like, eh? He was I've, real weird. <laughs> I have a design in my head to make a system like that. That's just a couple of those nice big metal freaking rings and some rope because like you can do a lot with just rings and ropes and I've clips. got I've got hanging up there um a little yeah there yeah yes, these sir yes those well are. I was talking about without the anchors I mean that way it can be I taken wanna, anywhere I want to drill those into the concrete um you know for reasons I mean, I think there, you're, you're definitely onto something. There's an artistic and aesthetic mm-hmm. beauty to it, also. We're all lost now in our own revelry about yeah. uh, BDSM. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've taken this test, and they have added some questions. Some of them were kind of really weird. Some of them were very... Yeah, they're different than they used to be, that is for sure. Like, my sex life consists solely of giving oral. What? And masturbating <laughs> sounds like a scenario I would be happy with. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a new question that was not there last time I was took. You're like, because that sounds great! <laughs> oh. My biggest, like, one of my biggest uh, kink fears is, like... Like, I try to be open-minded, you know, kink-friendly. Right. Um, but for some reason, every time I go to, like, make a like make a funny joke or reference, I make fun of, uh, of um, the people that are into balloons. And I'm, I'm so scared to finally meet someone who's into balloons because right. I'm totally going to be an asshole. <laughs> like... Do you like balloons? Like, the people who are in the age play, like, not littles. Littles don't freak me out at all. None of that freaks me out. But the adult babies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just... Oh, you just... have got to watch Pink Flamingos. I've got to make him watch that John Waters movie. I don't, like, I... I I fought the term, like, a little for over a long time just because people automatically are like, oh, my God. No. See, I just... And like, and I do try. I like, I get. I don't get it. Oh. But I try to get it. I get that everyone has a thing, and we should not be assholes. Kick. I just like. I just don't. Want you know, to do one that. thing that I hate is that they had nothing on there that involved any sort of blood play. Yeah, uh, I just ran into one. I feel like that is a very. Where? It's a very unrepresented uh, area of kink because I don't know almost anything about it. Like me and um, me and Daddy, well. Are just like um, <laughs> I'm gonna show you his fucking list now. On you know how you go into fet life and you pick out your fetishes. I was making fun of him because his brother had a longer list than him, and I was like, "Hey, this is impressive." And so he fucking went through. I don't know how long it took him, but the goddamn list is like uh, alpha. Like it's absurd. And um, so now we're gonna explore all of those, I guess, one by one. That should be a podcast. Wendy does electro play. Wendy's a horse. <laughs> I want to do electro play. That would be so fun. I have. I've, we've got this little taser, and I. It is okay. 
and tell it's in a very sensitive area and then I break spreader bars. <laughs> oh, all I can think I was just like, <laughs> like, ah! like he was all, like, how the fuck? <laughs> all I could think of was, was like, that free, get the fuck back. <laughs> um, ha- have you seen Archer? Yeah. That, that that episode where they have Pam just tied up in the chair <laughs> and she just breaks <laughs> the chair. Yeah. <laughs> she like hyped up on cocaine. Oh yeah, I've, I um, associate with Pam way too much. <laughs> she was like my favorite character on that entire show just because <laughs> she loves, she no. loves cocaine and blowing truckers. Well, so. I mean, in the beginning, like, in the first season, she was so quiet and reserved. Yeah. And then she just started dropping subtle hints about, like, why are there so it's many like, dogs? I'm the Yakuza! Like, <laughs> well, there was, like, just this one episode where she's like, why do you have all these dolls? And it's like, well, in case of sexual harassment thing. And she's like, well, you'll need one. She's like, not if there's a gang rape. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Oh, fake your best orgasm. Oh, oh God. Oh, she died. What? It was adult Jenga. Are we, are we, are we playing? Oh, I'm, I guess so. I'm good. <laughs> I'm next. Oh. Sing the entire theme song for any TV show. Archer. I've got it. It's it's, it's, it's a, I, I don't know. I don't. I, like, I can't remember. Like, yeah, I I seriously cannot remember. Do you not remember any of your childhood? Like, not really. I remember gummy bears. The theme song for gummy bears. And everyone's like, "Don't you mean Care Bears?" No, fucking assholes. It was gummy bears. It was a whole different show. They had gummy juice. And they bounced around. Fraggle Rock. You remember the words to Fraggle Rock? Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. I just remember, I don't know, Fraggle Rock was awesome. Dashing and daring, courageous and caring, faithful and friendly with stories to share. All through the forest, they sing out in chorus, bouncing along as their song fills the air. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. Hi. It goes on. Here's another. Ed and Eddie. <laughs> oh, I saw your Cowboy Bebop poster. I love that. It's been so long since I've watched any of that. I have two. I have two. Sad, sadly, that one is not mine. That one is Mr. JP's. Uh-huh. The, uh, my, my only animes are uh, Full Metal Alchemist. I love that. Ooh. Titan. I don't really watch a lot of anime. <clears throat> Full Metal Alchemist has my heart. But. but then I got really confused because there's, there's, you know, there's part of it. You know, hold on, let me stay on. I'm talking about BDSM. Let's wrap up this episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I just ordered um, some rope. I think let's play with it. I'm gonna tie tie some shapes. Oh, I was uh, gonna find the center point of one of them. Was that important? 
Um, for what I was wanting to do, yes. Well, you finish. You finished your test. Don't let me rush you. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I know. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Whitney as a podcast. We're gonna tie each other up now and put on animal masks. Alright. I need a sign off. Uh, wow, this has been a long episode. Uh